Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Ancient Health Podcast. My name is Courtney. I've got my co-host, Dr. Motley, with us, and our guest today is Nikki Bostwick. She is the founder and editor-in-chief of The Fullest and the host of The Fullest Podcast. And we're going to talk to her all about her botanical product line, which features saffron. So if you're not familiar with this spice, I'm really excited to hopefully open your eyes to a world of culinary amazingness Mm. that I haven't personally even know much about until I really started following Nikki and her work. So she's been in the wellness scene for over 10 years. She studied at the Matthew Kenny Culinary School. Um, she's even a Reiki and yoga certified yogi and mom. And I don't know how you fit in entrepreneurship in there, but somehow you did. So Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. I cannot wait to dive into this episode. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just such a huge fan and I'm just so grateful to be here and chat with you guys. We are very glad you're here. And before we even started recording, right? It's like now you're part of the family and you hear about us just ranting and raving. But anyway, thank you so much, yes, for joining us. Okay, so Nikki, you have done quite a bit, and I'm really interested in hearing how you have landed where you are. What is the backstory on The Fullest? Bring us up to speed on how you really got into saffron, saffron-based products. I mean, there's got to be a personal story here, so I would love to get some context on that. So I found my way into this you know, industry because I was struggling. So I, early on in um, high school, I was diagnosed with ADD. And at the time, like my family didn't want me to um, go on Adderall. And I was kind of like, no, I need Adderall. I need Adderall because I was, you know, was seeing ads. I was seeing progress and like my peers that were prescribed it. And I just thought that that was something that was going to help me. I also like had struggled with bulimia and I, you know, I, my parents were going through a divorce. So I had like range of, you know, things from anxiety and bouts of like grief through just like mourning my family and what was happening to it. And from the ADHD and it's so crazy, like how I ended up where I am with saffron, because I grew up I'm Iranian American first generation. So I grew up with this like really strong understanding of the power in traditional Persian medicine and just the power in herbs and um, natural alternatives. But as my family started to become more like Westernized, we all lost that. So I always just kind of like, I loved learning about it, but then I wanted to be more like my peers. Right. And I always Mm -hmm. felt like I was different. I was an outcast. I never nurtured that aspect of myself until later on when I really didn't see the results I wanted. And I started realizing like in college, finally, when I had my own autonomy to do what I wanted and I went on medication and I was on even like birth control and all these things. And I was noticing that, oh my gosh, like I am so disconnected from my body. And now I have all of these symptoms that are showing up as a result of what I'm experiencing now from these medications. And one of the like really big moments for me was I went on Adderall, like once I finally got to college, but my school had prescribed it to us. And there was like this Adderall shortage that happened. And then I was like, wait, um, okay, I can't get my medication. And now I'm realizing I'm way far worse than I was than when I first went on it, because I realized I developed this addiction to this medication. And that's, I was like bedridden, you guys, like it, because Mm. going on Adderall is like taking meth, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, an upper a speed, right? It's methylphenidate. Basically it wasn't uh, until that moment where I was like, I need to find something natural that's going to help me. So I don't have these side effects. If I don't take it, I want something Mm -hmm. to actually get to the root cause. And it's so funny because in my younger years, I had known about saffron as like being the happy spice. And 
it wasn't until like I started coming across like research when I found that saffron, like having um, low serotonin also affects your focus. So then I started like doing research because it affects people with ADHD. They found that like a lot of your serotonin levels being depleted can cause ADHD. Then I like dove more and more into the research with like it being the happy spice. And I found this double blind placebo study. And there's so many of them that have been done over the last 20 years that actually prove like the dosage at which this product works, this spice works. Because Mm -hmm. up until then it was like, it's in our food. It's so romantic. It's beautiful. It's an aphrodisiac. It's, it's so many things, which I'll get into, but what's the dose that it's actually working? Because if you're familiar with like Persian food or ethnic food that uses saffron, you know, it's in Moroccan food. It's in a lot of different cultures, Indian food. They're very, um, you know, picky about how much you put in. They don't want to put in a lot because it's a very, (laughs) it's very potent. Yes. But at the same time, like it's really difficult to harvest it's expensive. There's so much that goes along with saffron. So you put in a little pinch for like a whole paella or whatever, you know, a whole or a whole meal for like your entire family. Mm. Well, out in this double blind placebo study, they finally came to a dosage that works and that's 30 milligrams. And Mm. if anyone has seen saffron, saffron is like threads and they're little threads, they're strands. And so the equivalent of a 30 milligram dosage is like 15 threads. And so you can take like a pinch, which is about 15 threads, but that's one dose for one person if you want these powerful benefits. Mm -hmm. So just to give people an idea of like where I ended up, where I am is because I was in the wellness industry. I was really passionate about sharing about like alternatives that I had found that had helped me, but um, no one was talking about saffron. And then I realized like it's the dosage that is really what's going to move the needle for people and coming across research about how it's been just as effective as the generic form of Prozac. It's been just as effective as Ritalin, as methylphenidate in that dosage for people. That was really powerful. And what's really cool now in our product line, we use it in this raw form, but we also use a pharmaceutical form called Afron in our capsules. And that's been has gone through clinical trials to prove the benefits as well. So we use like a clinical dosage with a pharmaceutical grade extract so that we can really share the benefits for people that are really looking for the like um, benefits in a medicinal way. So I had this pop-up at the fullest. We had a pop-up when Mm -hmm. we first launched because I was really passionate about bringing information into, you know, the millennial space. I felt like there were brands like Goop that were really inspiring to me, but they felt very aspirational for my age group. And then there were other companies out there in the wellness space, but like the editorial aspect was more like shape um, in health. And it was so much geared towards like this idea of getting healthy to lose weight, Mm. getting healthy to get somewhere rather than like really tapping back into your intuition, because I really believe what's missing. The missing piece for so many people is that we've given up so much of our well-being to outsourcing it to what our doctor tells us, to what the media tells us, what other people think we should be doing. But at the end of the day, I think that this combination of the fact that we know ourselves best, we know what we need, we we need to connect back into our intuition and understand like what exactly it is that we feel we're missing in our healing journey and, mm-hmm. and as a holistic being. and then connecting those pieces to like working with, you know, a practitioner that can support us and guide us along the way or, and maybe prescribe like some doctors prescribe our medicate our supplements as, medication to people now it's not Mm -hmm. medication it's alternatives but it's really wonderful to work alongside doctors so that they know their patients the best they know what they need and then the patient comes to them and says hey you know um i found out about this amazing herb this amazing botanical spice saffron whatever it is maybe it's saffron maybe it's something else i want to incorporate it how can i go about doing that but at the time going backwards like we had this pop-up And when we launched the brand, just to see like what's out there before ever launching any product. Mm -hmm. And our number one selling product was a turmeric latte. 
Mm-hmm. And I realized like in that moment, I was like, it's because people finally are educated from so many aspects in the mainstream that turmeric is a wonderful anti-inflammatory. And this is an easy way of taking it. You use a powder, you pour it into your smoothie, you pour it into your morning beverage, whatever it is. And now you can just consume it in this way. And it helps you, you know, inflammation in your joints, right? Inflammation in, in the brain, whatever it is. But at the time I was like, no one's talking about saffron. Saffron does the same thing, but it's just so much more potent that it's less accessible to people. So I felt that I could really share how it helped me along my journey with ADHD, with um, supporting me in my symptoms with Hashimoto's. I had major inflammation. I used saffron in that. And, um, and then going on to this idea of like tapping back into your intuition with these ancient rituals that we offer now. Now, one of the things I was going to ask, when you cook with saffron, when you had the afron in the products that you use, so we have 30 milligrams for the listeners, would it's more beneficial than to get a concentrated form of saffron in 30 milligram form. I know it can work in cooking and in teas, yeah. but you need the 30 milligrams to help with the anxiety type conditions too. Like, cause I know people are going to ask like, what do I do? Do I get, you know, the teas or do I have that? And when you're taking this too, how did you get yourself also off when you were taking the ADHD, you know, when you're taking the Adderall, how did you dose yourself? Like, did you, you know, do a little bit of the Adderall then start to do, you know, part of the saffron? How did that process work? For me personally, I, and no one should do it this way. I just like went cold Turkey (laughs) my personality. And so it's like other people should not do that. Oh man. Um, I did that because I just, like it was a, a combination of things yeah. I didn't want it anymore. It was like a shortage and that's happening to people. Even to this day, there are shortages happening. People are like, just not able to get their medication at mm-hmm. all. So if that happens to you and you just are forced to go cold Turkey, like this can help you, you know, but, yeah. but obviously any sort of medication, you want to work with a physician, you want to taper down. Like when you just stop taking something like Adderall, like I told you, I was in bed because my energy levels, my adrenals were shot. I went off Adderall and birth control at the same time. You're a strong lady. That is strong. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I also am, I, you know, I just feel like I'm the type of person that I just do something. I commit to it and I just move forward. I, I don't uh, think that other people should do that. I want to, I use my experience. You know, I share about my experience because Mm -hmm. Somehow it worked like for me that I started taking alternatives at the same time. I happened to know about them. I happened to start using them, but other people, you know, you just, you really want to work with a physician. And again, like we're in a very unique time where integrative medicine is, you know, booming and it's so great, but there's still so many physicians that either don't know about it, have never done this. And, and so it's really helpful um, to find the research. Like we have so many articles on the fullest and, and also pub MD, like uh, so many articles you can look up and share with your physician. You don't have to necessarily go and find a new one. You can just educate them, share with them, work with them, say, I want to work with you. This is something that I've, you know, read works like let's, let's do this together. I'm willing to do this together. Or if you don't want to use someone that hasn't ever done it, like there are recommendations of people that I can recommend that are working with their patients on this. So I would, I would recommend tapering down. So in the studies, they found that 30 milligrams mm-hmm. of saffron, like yeah. you're asking about, was the equivalent to that same dosage of that medication. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, and on the, I'm not trying to interrupt, like, but with the, um, with the saffron too, like whenever you were taking, like, do people what do they expect when they take it? Like when they, they feel the alleviation, like, did you feel like when you first started taking it, like, I want to, like when you started, you, you, did you have that aha moment? You're like, this is amazing. Like I can start to tell the differences pretty much right away. Or did it take a little time to build up in the blood? Yeah. So it depends in what form you take it. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. again, so in the studies, they found that saffron worked almost instantly in some Mm. cases to increase serotonin and dopamine in the body, which is fantastic for, um, especially people with anxiety and depression, because 
a lot of times medications take about six weeks to kick in for the body to work and to have a natural spice that can help support you. What's happening in the body is it's, it's working to support the body and creating that serotonin on its own. So if you talk about like these other medications, they're almost like dumps, like SSRIs are like a serotonin dump, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're like having buildup. Somehow saffron works to create the serotonin almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And some people like up to two weeks it took to start working for them. Mm -hmm. But I always tell people we have, we've productized saffron to be taken in various ways. The two best ways to be taking it for like anxiety and depression are um, either in liquid form, like internally, like in our powder version, mm -hmm. which has 150 milligrams per serving. It's much more potent. It's mm -hmm. more of a traditional Chinese medicine dosage mm -hmm. and it's completely safe. My children take it like kids can take it. It's actually a, a non-convulsive. So like mm -hmm. kids with seizures, it really helps them. Um, but Basically, when you take it in liquid form, it bypasses like having it go through your digestion process, right? It's like way easier than when you take it in capsule form. We have both forms, but some people don't want to drink a saffron latte, right? <laughs> and people want like the pharmaceutical dosage rather than saffron in its very raw form, just ground down, which is what mm -hmm. our 150 milligram dosage is. I, I'm saying this because when you take it in beverage form, you like feel it instantly. It's really potent and you like drink it and you're just like, oh my gosh, this feels like so insanely good. Um, when you take it, depending on your digestion, if it's slow, like it can take a while to kick in, you know, and it might not happen instantly. It might happen for some people the next day, you know, it depends like how quickly are your bowel movements happening? Like how strong is your gut? The really cool thing about saffron is 90% of your serotonin is created in the gut. So what it's doing is really healing the inflammation of the gut to help support you in creating your own serotonin, which mm. I think is amazing. It's, it has all these like supportive benefits of like helping people with IBS, helping people with just like inflammatory conditions of the gut. This is so cool. I'm I'm like really interested, Dr. Molly, do you see, have you used this in practice? Because I feel like there are so many young people on antidepressants or just like you said, Adderall, like things that, I mean, I cannot even describe how, and how many children that I know that my kids are friends with that are on Adderall. And I'm like, oh my word. And it's like, it's never a conversation with their doctor about these types of alternatives. So do you see that Dr. Molly? I'm curious. Cause you're the one, you're, you're the clinician. Oh, I mean, I love it. Like when you're talking about anti-convulsive, I, I like that way it's described because uh, we use for heart, you know, because saffron's so good with the heart and it's really great with like brain neural activity. So, yeah. and you know, in Chinese medicine, right, Nikki, they'll talk about if you use it in good amounts, every time you help nourish the heart, the heart can beat more sustainably to help feed the brain. So we always try to feed the heart to help the brain. And so saffron's yeah. always been something that You'll see in certain herbal combinations where they'll put it in with like red sage or dan shen and they'll put it together. And it is amazing to me that you can put that combination and the brain fog starts to clear. I don't know if you've experienced that, Nikki, but I've seen some patients where they, their brain fog starts to fade or their neural activity starts to increase even more. And even young children, you're right, with ADHD, ADD, even with OCD when they're on that, that form. Now, I love the fact that when you have different forms, like you put it into a powder, into a liquid form. I've only really used more in a capsule form and I've had seen it in teas, but I didn't realize that there was like, you had a powder product, which is great. So yes, I've seen it work really with the heart because we always talk about when you settle the heart, they say that the higher the heart beats, the more manic a person is. So they call it manic energy. And I'm not trying to take away from the conversation, but that's the power of saffron. So everybody out there listening, when Nikki's talking about this, it's amazing because the heart beats so hard. You ever have individuals that laugh at everything? And I'm not putting anybody down that laughs at everything, but they kind of laugh and they're kind of like, kind of hysterical. That's high heart heat, high yang energy. They're really high. You give on saffron and it'll just slow down yeah. and you'll notice a difference. And so it's, it's a great, great thing. And I... 
I, in my old tea room, I used to put saffron in and teas. Now, personally, though, Nikki, I didn't really enjoy the taste. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. But I love Persian food. I love, I mean, I do. It was one of those tastes, you know, I'm, I'm half Korean. I, I, you know, I'm more about like, you know, I, I had that tang. You, you know, want a bit. more, like, right? Like, are you more into turmeric? And yeah, a little bit more. But the thing is, like, I still I still appreciate it all. So anyway, that's right, uh, guys. I wasn't trying to take away from the conversation, but that is one of the best heart healers, too. Yes. OK, so that. this is incredible. I also want to ask you, Nikki, then, because I love the application of children. And you even said this earlier about how your family kind of lost this, like as a part of your cultural norm. And then you started to see as you adopted some of these Western principles that you started to lose or experience health challenges. So when you were prior to becoming more westernized, if you will, you know, were you used this was in the house that your parents were cooking with that you were consuming because this could be a breakthrough for some parents. Like you may be literally white knuckling life right now, just trying to keep everything together for your children. If you're, if you, especially if you're in the place where like a doctor's giving you a diagnosis and they're literally just trying to get you prescription drugs and you feel like that pit in your stomach. Like, I don't know if this is the right thing or not. Like this could be a great something to look into. I mean, certainly like do your due diligence, but there are not enough conversations. And I'm actually interested too, beyond just understanding what you were raised on in those early childhood years, does this have any similarity? I feel like it reminds me of kind of the same, similar effect of St. John's wort. Is there like a parallel with, with, with that herb as well? Every time I look into St. John's work, I am just so amazed. I, I love all different, you know, herbs, everything that comes from nature. And I do find so many similarities because saffron, and this goes kind of back to what you were saying too, um, saffron is working like in an ADHD application in the opposite way that one of the medications would work like Ritalin, because just like what you're saying, what it does with the heart, it's working in the opposite way because once you're calm, you can focus. That's exactly essentially what you said. And so once, you know, with St. John's word, like it's helping you sleep, right? It's like really great for taking before bed. It's calming you down. It's really great for even just like the blues, right? That's like what it's known for. And it's very similar with, with saffron. And what's really cool is that it's not like if you take it in the morning, it's going to make you want to fall asleep. It's just entering the state of like being calm being in flow, reconnecting mm -hmm. back to yourself. And I think that's more of what we all need. We're overstimulated. There's so many, there's so many reasons why people are diagnosed with ADD and ADHD. It's because like you said, how are all these things tying together? How's OCD tying into this? How is, um, how are depression, and anxiety, like linked also with this? It's all going back to us. Yes. It's a whole, we're holistic beings. Yes. There's diet involved. There's so many aspects of like, you know, what we're doing throughout the day, our lifestyle, our relationships, of course, but on a day-to-day -day basis, what, what's like really similar with every single person is people are on their phones all the time. People are just distracted. I mean, we're like driving everywhere. We're not spending as much time in the home creating rhythm. So for children specifically, like this is a game changer to be able to offer them something so soft so like it's not like turmeric it's not like ginger like that's why i was asking um mm -hmm. that question because it's very soft it's like what we like to describe like a warm floral hug so mm -hmm. yes not everyone is going to want it in a beverage form whether it's a tea or what we like to call our warm feeling saffron latte because not everyone wants that taste but it's, a, it's very soft on the palate so children tend to really like it yeah, like it's not pungent. So it's mm -hmm. easier to take on. It feels a little bit sweet naturally. And our beverage only has four ingredients. It's coconut milk powder, coconut water powder, saffron and cardamom. And so it the coconut is naturally sweet as well. There's no refined sugar in there. There's not even like coconut sugar or anything. It's all the sweetness is coming from the coconut mm -hmm. itself. And so it's really, really nice to share with our children. And, and going back to like my childhood, the way Iranians use saffron in their cooking is they take the threads for like culinary purposes and they, um, they take the thread, they use a mortar and pestle and they grind it down and then they add hot water. And now you have a saffron tincture. 
you keep that tincture like in the fridge and then you just use like dropperfuls of it for your rice mm-hmm. and or like you know pour it a little so that is like for sure not a clinical dosage by any means but you know it's beautiful to incorporate it's still obviously for children like probably super supportive uh, what happened to me was i would go into my our fridge and mm-hmm. my mother would be like do not grab that vial of saffron it's like you know so expensive it's going to make you have a laughing attack and i was like what's wrong with having a laughing attack what are you talking about and i would literally drink the whole thing like from the time i was a little girl i was obsessed it just like i lost touch it was always in our cooking and stuff but like i you know i lost touch in high school especially when like our family didn't sit down for family meals together that you know my parents going through a divorce all that like really impacted me just like wanting to like shy more and more away from like our culture just fit in whatever so yeah it wasn't until like i came back to it you know i went to like you said plant based culinary school i you know got into all this i went to school in oregon so it definitely like brought me back somehow to like just being like more earthy more grounded and i got more into this stuff and then i i started applying it again into my mm-hmm. own life and it just completely transformed and and it all like made sense but i think what's like really missing too like you said is there are so many families that want they they get that diagnosis and they just don't do anything because they know they don't want to do the medication route mm-hmm. but then they feel helpless because they don't know what they can do so then you know there's a lot more information about diet other things like mindfulness but there isn't a lot of information about alternatives in in a way that like feels more clinical. Mm. So with the with the tincture that you made and your mom made when you're younger is it easier you think I know you could you put it in your kids food you can you your kids it's easy on them is that an easier way sometimes for the children cuz you know a lot of times they don't want to take you know pills or they don't want to oh, yeah. eat certain foods is that a, a good option for individuals out there to use a tincture like let it yeah. let it cook in the fridge and then and then give that to the kids yeah so um like i said we offer it in a variety of ways we have saffron in its most raw form and strand form so some mm. families who opt to make the tea or use tinctures in culinary purposes i think like yeah i never thought about doing it that way because my kids are obsessed and they mm-hmm. just like ask me to make them saffron latte every day and uh, we haven't even talked about this but we have saffron baths and they bathe in it and there's like a whole topical topical benefits to saffron mm. as well but in in the sense of like doing a tincture you could easily do that it's it's just about a matter of dosage you know like you just want to say if you're going to go that route like okay I'm gonna, each pinch is probably about 15 threads which is the dosage maybe I'll do about like five pinches in my mortar and pestle I'll grind it down I'll make that little tincture and then I know there's about five good healthy like doses of mm-hmm. for that to take and I'll split this up in this many doses you know it all depends on the kid but yeah you could easily put it in we have saffron pancakes saffron oatmeal saffron That's awesome. ice cream like you can put in anything yeah now, it's really fun the- when it, with the kids though, too, you said there was a topical solution. I know that you could do it for beauty lines and you can do it for, um, I mean, I could see you can do it for beauty lines, but I see the benefit could also tell you if a, if a child that had ADHD or ADD, maybe they could use the cream on the surface of the skin to be absorbed in. And can that like, are these options or those products that you have too as well? Yeah. So our baths are, um, we have two different types of baths. One is a goat milk powder bath with saffron. One is a um, salt bath with saffron. They both have baking soda in them. They're super calming. They're really great. Like the salt bath is more like formulated for supporting digestion and overall like muscle recovery. So even kids like after soccer practice or whatever, you could be like, hey, um, get in the bath, you know, just to help with that. But then it also has the other benefits, helps with like a bedtime routine before to like calm them down, to get them to sleep. Yeah, there's like topical benefits to it. The goat milk powder bath is like really great with the saffron component because it helps with rashes, mm-hmm. eczema, psoriasis. Like so many children are also experiencing like rashes and eczema. Mm-hmm. And so it's really soothing on the skin for that purpose. And then, yes, you're absorbing the other benefits along with it. Mm. This is so cool. I've like legitimately added everything to my cart. <laughs> 
Nikki, she's she's shopping with everything you've got. I, like, I really like, am. I've got this. And, and just so everybody knows, uh, her website is so beautiful. I told her that before we recorded. Just aesthetically, it like it looks calming, and it like it has all these beautiful neutral colors. And anyway, I mean, listen, everybody in my house could use a little bit of this. I feel like so. I'm going to be sprinkling it on in everybody's bath. I'm going to be putting it in their food. And then we're uh, all going to be like, you know, three <laughs> points lower on the scale of crazy. So this is, this is going to be, this is going to be a really well utilized resource. Yeah. It, the, really the credit card bill is going up and up more and more as Courtney talks. Honestly, to you. you know what, guys, this podcast is <laughs> it's making me drop some change right now. I know. I keep learning more stuff and you know the boxes keep showing up and it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good thing. I should I I need to keep my job here. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is this is actually really helpful. And you know what? Here's the thing. We're all consuming stuff. So whether you're consuming pharmaceutical drugs or you're buying food, like knowing about just being more informed about the things that you're consuming, putting in and on your body. Oh my gosh. Like talk about what a change this could be in the world of your life or your children's life or somebody in your family. I mean, I, I just, I consume, you know, all kinds of natural health, everything. And this isn't, this wasn't even on my radar. I really did not understand. I was like, am I living under a rock? Because the more I started looking into your stuff, I couldn't believe how much how many studies have been done? Like you said earlier, there's a lot of data to support this. This is not just, oh, well, hey, I use this one herb and it's been great and I created a business. Like there's legit studies and data that support the efficacy, like as effective as something like Prozac. Like this is wild. Why are we not using it? I mean, we all know why we're not using it or why, you know. <laughs> no one knows about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I love that you do such a good job educating on it. I want to ask you about something that I actually heard you talk about on another recording, and I can't remember what it was now, but this was fascinating to me. Also something that I never considered or even thought to look into. Um, so in some of your products, the latte powder, there is uh, dried coconut powder. And you yeah. talked about how for most products, it is not required or regulated to expose or to... Um, show whether or not that is pure coconut powder. Like they don't have to, a company, a business does not have to disclose what is in coconut powder. If there's additives, it can be, it can have coconut powder, mm. coconut milk powder, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to just be that there can be other things in there as well. Can you unpack that? Because there are a lot of us that don't do conventional dairy that opt for coconut milk based products. And I would imagine many of us are getting some additives that we are not even aware of. Yeah, there are so many additives and it's, it was really important. I'm very, very strict about what goes in my body. It, and I, you know, I have a past of like going way too far, but my parameter now is like, I want to know what's in there. I want to know the sourcing of it. And I'm very passionate about eating and buying organic biodynamic foods because I know not only is it better for me and my family, but it's also better for the environment. If I care about the coming generations, like, and I can make the shift, then I'm going to commit myself to it. So as a company, I care about the same thing about offering the, um, giving my clients, my customers, our readers, the opportunity to like do the same thing. So when it came to making our product, I wanted it to be grain free and a really great, um, great grain free, dairy free alternative as a base mm -hmm. for the, um, saffron latte powder which is called warm feelings, our product, it was coconut milk powder. Like it was like perfect, but I, and at the time, like I knew about layered and I knew about these powders that had come out, but I was shocked because when I was formulating, I was formulating with their stuff because I went to colonial school. I formulated it myself, mm -hmm. but when I went to go do all the buying and sourcing for actually bringing the product to market, I could not source a single coconut milk powder that did not have either acacia gum or some sort of gumming agent. Mm. Or um, in our case, we use an organic tapioca maltodextrin. That was the cleanest one I could find. Mm -hmm. It was organic and the percentage was so minimal, like less than 1%. All of these companies were saying, yeah, you don't even have to disclose it. It's such a minimal amount that you don't have to disclose it. And that's when I realized 
that's why all of these other companies weren't disclosing it. They were even using the like, I found out, you know, the companies they were buying from and what product they were buying. Theirs was like in higher amounts and they still didn't have to disclose it. And this is under like good manufacturing practices. Like all of our products are made in a facility that's certified GMP, which means good manufacturing practices goes through crazy protocols. I'm sure their products do too. And it was still not required. And as a brand, we made the conscious decision that, you know, we still felt this was the best base for our product. And we were confident eventually we were going to get to a place where I'm so excited to announce I finally found a sing I sourced a single ingredient coconut milk powder. And this was like literally in the last few months. So mm. our coming runs are all going to be single ingredient source and we will not have to disclose because it won't even be necessary anymore. But up until the last few months, you could not find any company that was actually that was actually able to source a single ingredient coconut milk powder. And even until now, like it's an important conversation because it's very hard to find. I only know one company that offers this one business. And so all of these other products that are being made, whether it's ice cream, whether it's, you know, boxed coconut milk beverages, whatever it is, they are using powder like they're using a powder form that they're then like rehydrating probably most likely unless you're getting like raw coconut that was frozen and then you blended, you know, mm. or like not frozen, just made on site. So I think it's a really important topic for me personally. I'm all about transparency. So I shared it, but also people can have allergies. People have like digestive issues when it comes to the acacia gum, even um, mm. it, people can have digestive issues when it comes to, any of the gums or even the maltodextrin. Like if you're getting maltodextrin, it's typically derived from corn. It's not, it's genetically modified. Like you want to make sure if anything has maltodextrin in it and it's a product you like, like ours, it's organic and it's tapioca derived. And we also go even further in our final product doing glyphosate testing to make sure everything is glyphosate free. That's really important because not only is it again bad for the environment it's so bad for our health and our gut so why offer a product that is supposed to support your gut and healing to create more serotonin but then go and like ruin your gut you know it just was like counterintuitive to me so yeah I, i'm really happy being able to educate people about that as well i do think it's really a big uh, issue isn't it like in our culture today like if you have a clean product and that is a hard thing is you know as we practice and we work with individuals um, because you're not you know they're not some people are not reporting everything they put into like a simple product even uh, when you have a supplement or a vitamin or a mineral when you're talking about coconut milk and they have the different binders in there it's the same thing as an individual when you go to you know a regular drugstore or if you go to the store and they have different types of binders they'll put stearates in there and they'll use different types of oxides in there and all it is is a filler because many like even in our capsules are a small percentage of b vitamin and the rest of them is a large amount of just a filler and oh, yeah. it's just so that you can actually put the actual product through a small machine so you can actually fill up the capsule with them so knowing that your product is so clean is rest my heart and i think the individuals out there that are listening it is a matter of looking at your ingredients because they think about a glyphosate and individuals don't realize that like glyphosates can actually, you know, affect your reproduction. It can affect how your digestion works and you do small amounts every day mm-hmm. in a coconut milk product and you start to have digestive issues and you think, well, that wouldn't cause it. And I'm like, it definitely could. So kudos to you. That's great. That's awesome. Thank yeah. You. I love that you put such an emphasis on sourcing because there are a number of companies that, I mean, they're, they're kind of halfway there, but then they'll cut corners and a lot of people stay stuck in these patterns of feeling sick and symptoms. And they think, okay, well, I'm spending money. I'm, I'm doing all of the right things, but there, like you said, there may be glyphosate. There may be other things that just, they're still getting exposures to that they're completely unaware of. So I love that you have a really high commitment to sourcing. And I like, like I said, I just, I'm excited for this episode because I really feel like there are a lot of people that are looking for a solution and like, they've never heard or thought about this. 
would you agree, Dr. Motley? I'm like, I'm geeking out for people because I know I'm really excited. I'm going to put our middle child on this because she has been prone to anxiety and, and a lot of it kind of is in the evening. She gets a little restless. She's definitely overstimulated because she is in school and then she's at gymnastics for hours every day. And so her body just gets worn down, but it's like the wired, but tired, you know, it's like her body's Mm -hmm. fatigued, but her brain has just been, it's like sensory overload and she can't wind down. So I'm, I'm going to start using this with her. I'll have to report back, but I, I love that this is such a good option. And again, like as a parent having these tools, oh my gosh, like it's literally a game changer. I mean, I'm (laughs) Every parent, every parent will get it because you want to support your kids and you, you want to be able to help advocate for their health. But a lot of times the options you're given, it seems like the, you're just picking the lesser of the evils. You know, it's like neither, none of these options look great, but I got to do something. So mm-hmm. I love, I love all of this work that you're doing. So, okay. We're going to pivot really fast because I, we have to talk about this. We brought this up on another episode. We had one, I'll link it in the show notes because I do, I have terrible memory for, for remembering which episode this is, but it was on pelvic floor health and we got into Yoni steaming or Yoni steaming, however it's pronounced. And I'm sure that was an eye-opening episode for many people that are not familiar with this practice. <laughs> I don't think you were on that episode. Dr. I wasn't Lynch, on that probably. one. It was probably for your benefit, but you have a, you have a Yanni steaming product and, and you actually have like a really beautiful little clay pot with this little like stand seat on it. And it's, it actually makes it look so pretty and cute because the ways that I was trying to makeshift this after I had the baby and it was like this whole contraption and it it was, it was just not, it was not it. Conducive to like, yeah. I, I'm so glad you brought it up because it actually also ties in with saffron because what got us into like the whole yoni steaming situation was the fact that uh, I started formulating the saffron latte product that we sell when I was postpartum. I was finalizing the formulation when I was postpartum with my son, and it's been proven to be so supportive for the postpartum period for mothers. Mm. And that's like another game changer. You're nursing, you don't want to take medication. You just have the blues. You want to balance your hormones. Saffron is a wonderful way, and it's been used across cultures to help support moms and just women in the postpartum period. And so then, like once we got on like that journey of just supporting women throughout all stages of their life, because it's so great for fertility, it's so great for balancing hormones, it's so great for postpartum. Then, like through my own journey, I started. I started my yoning steaming practice through my postpartum journey as well, just like you, Dr. Courtney. And I loved it. It was a game changer for me with my healing um, journey and like getting my uterus back into place, um, helping with just like cleansing the uterus and making sure, you know, everything comes out because women every month we have, if you know, you're a menstruating woman, you have this cleanse happening. And a lot of times we don't fully cleanse everything out. And so there's stagnation that's left. Mm -hmm. And this stagnation is what's causing women to experience cramping. It's what's causing women to have fibroids and cysts. And so we want to help support women in getting all the gunk out. And it's, it's not that our, we're not, you know, our body doesn't know how to work properly. I believe that the body has a beautiful, beautiful way of healing itself. I'm all about just supporting the body and doing this. And unfortunately, like we just talked about, we are exposed to environmental toxins every day. We're exposed to so many things that are out of our control. And instead of going in and stressing about it, it's all about like bringing these practices back that are time tested, that have been done. You know, many cultures have have done this for the postpartum period, but also just on a monthly basis to support women and tapping into their intuition and reconnecting with their body and supporting the body and fully cleansing and optimizing. So when it comes to yoni steaming, what we offer is we have our own set of herbs. We've, we're trying to make it as accessible as possible. So back in the day, women would kneel, women still do this. They kneel over a pot of whether it's like just hot water and salt or just hot water um, or a pot of steaming herbs that are basically formulated to support 
um, women and whether it depends on what type of herbs you're using. We have like a general one that's supporting um, women regardless, like for a gentle monthly cycle. And also for the postpartum period, it's just like optimized for those purposes. But what they would do is essentially just go over the steaming pot of herbs for about, you know, as little as five to 10 minutes up to 30 minutes. And you're like kneeling, it's kind of uncomfortable, you have to get the herbs, you ha- there's like so many stages. And, and what we're trying to do is like, okay, you don't need to go out and forage your herbs, here are the herbs, you don't need to go get this like big bag of herbs and try and measure it yourself. We have sachets so that you just pour it and you rip it open, you pour it in and that's your dosage, right? Like we have, it's very potent. It's a lot of herbs. Hmm. You put that in a pot of boiling water, whether you use ours or not, it'll work. Like we just say, use glass, stainless steel, or what we offer is a clay pot. And then you take that clay pot and you put it under our Yoni steaming stool, which is made of wood non-toxic word that's formaldehyde free and it has an opening at the top so it's a stool you sit on but it has an opening for your vagina and you sit over that that way you can sit and relax and i love yoni steaming because it helps me like just like you get great ideas like some people get great ideas in the shower like i feel like i get my best ideas when i'm yoni steaming and (laughs) I love it when I'm like, I just need it. What we recommend is like for women that actively, you know, have their periods every single month, we tell them do two days before your period, two days after you do it so that you, I used to have debilitating cramps. Like I was a mitol queen. Like I loved it. My mom would be like, stop taking so much mitol, but I had to, like, I was bedridden the second day of my period. Like I thought it was quote unquote normal for women to have cramps until I actually, I studied as a peristeam hydrotherapist when I decided to come bring this product out because I was so passionate about making sure we had proper formulations that I was very educated on the subject because there's so many things that can help women with. Like not only should, do we not need to experience debilitating cramps if we're taking care of like the stagnation, we're also like can prevent UTIs yeast infections, bacterial infections, like we're giving routine, like women with routine, like infections, like we're giving them just antibiotics. Like we're not giving them, a, you know, this holistic way of taking care of their bodies. But this information has been lost because in this country, we don't use midwives the way we used to use midwives. Like mm. there's such a low, small percentage of women in this country that are getting this information from their midwives. And so we're really passionate about bringing this to the mainstream. It's also really, really helpful for women to prevent miscarriages because you're strengthening your uterus by getting a regular cycle, getting on a regular cycle and strengthening your uterus, then you're less likely to miscarry when you do get pregnant. There's so many reasons. And and when you have a regular cycle, you're balancing your hormones, your hormones are getting more balanced, therefore your mood. Going back to this idea of like, what I believe is that our mental health is the foundation of wellness, which is another reason why we started with Saffron, because let's address mental health before we go on to incorporate all these other beautiful ancient healing practices that can help women. And, And the really cool thing throughout this whole process that I've learned is that 69% of women in in this country are interested in alternatives. It's just that we don't have access to the information that we once did. And if we can educate women in like really learning how to holistically take care of their bodies, we can prevent so much chronic disease from taking over. Um, The herbs that you recommend, especially the saffron, has um, many minerals and vitamins. That's one thing I really love about it. So not acting like I'm an expert in the Yoni practices, uh, or I've seen my friends have um, recommended one of my nurse practitioner friends. She's very, very into suggesting this to her patients with reproductive issues. But when you look at the herbs, a lot of them have high amounts of vitamin B and B12. They have folic acid. They got manganese and magnesium and zinc. And some have iron in them. We're talking about like Yoni steaming, which it's almost like an ionic form. You know, ionic form is taking the constituents of an herb or, or a vitamin or mineral and putting it into the ionic form. Like you're actually using the steam to transfer a lot of the minerals and vitamins into the tissue. 
And that's really like a form, in my opinion, like of methyl methylation, like liver healing. And not only because the liver healing will help with the reproductive healing. So this is a, a perfect, a perfect remedy to help to directly get into the situation. Like, cause you're right. Cause you know, we find a lot of blood stagnation, literally like within the uterus and the ovaries and a lot of individuals. And as you know, this will get stagnant amounts of bacteria and viruses and yeast like that are just stuck to the walls. And so you have to give them on an enzyme or a, or a natokinase or some kind of enzyme that breaks apart the blood coagulation. But if you can do a steaming and you can put the proper amounts of the methylation vitamins and minerals in there and do it regularly, I it would heal the tissue and build the strength of the tissue. That, that's amazing that building your uterus back up, that makes total sense. And I was, and for all the people out there that have reproductive issues, totally do this. This is great. So you don't have to go and get all the herbs by yourself. You can just throw it in there yeah. use because that was, that was a question to my, my female patients. They like, I like the um, idea because one of my friends, Danny, she does this at her, at her um, office, but she goes, I had, they had to do a lot of, you know, prepare, preparation, but for this, this is perfect. Thank you for suggesting this though on the podcast. Thank you. This is so exciting and great. And for all the women out there, or maybe the men that are married to the women that are pregnant, like here's a tip. I would just get this stuff locked and loaded. Like you have this ready for when that baby comes, because this might actually be a a game changer for your, your life and your house. Because it is hard. I remember last year I had Marley and I was not familiar up until I had, we had done that other podcast about Yoni steaming. And it honestly, for all the ladies, like if you, even if this isn't your first pregnancy, like that post-pregnancy when your body is just like your hormones, everything literally does like a 180 and your body's cleansing and detoxing and rebalancing because now, you know, you're not nourishing this human inside of your body. Now you're nourishing them on the outside, but there's so much healing that happens. This was a really good tool because not Mm. only is it helpful from just restoring the uterus line, the uterine lining and, um, and ultimately helping shed out all of that, the excess protein, all of the things that are backed up and creating that stagnation, but it honestly gives you kind of a nice practice. Like it can be very good for your nervous system. Go find yourself a quiet, if if you could find a quiet place in your house, put on some meditation music or something, but just the smell of the herbs, like it honestly is a very calming ritual. And I feel Mm -hmm. like we've lost that, like that, that keeps sticking with me that like you kind of lost some of these things that were culturally a part of your family and your life. And we don't really have that in the United States. Like we don't have a lot of that, like these rituals and practices. And so I think that has contributed to us being very disconnected to our bodies because now it's just medication and prescription over and over again, that just creates more problems. But I've, I love that this is a practice. I also mm. think that coffee enemas are a great practice. So, you know, uh, I'll just, I'm going to Don't set get the, her started, Nikki. <laughs> you can't, we but, can <laughs> girl. Well, I have to tell you because we are launching two new products and saffron enemas are a thing. So, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, we're going to have a podcast about this. Oh, no. It's crazy. Casserole packs, saffron enemas, like those are my two next things that I'm literally so excited about because it is like they're just miraculous what they can do. But I I think the yoni steaming, yes, it's like still really crazy. Casserole packs are a little easier. Um, for people to grasp, but yoni steaming, I mean, they are, it is unbelievable. The transformation after just one steaming session, one session, we've had so many women that have been like skeptical. We've done events and we've, I've been there to screen to make sure like they can do it because, you know, if you have like a shorter cycle, like 19 days or less, you don't want to do it because steaming causes you to like bleed, like, um, you know, bleed more quickly. And so therefore you don't want your period to come that quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. There's just like some contraindications, like you don't want to do while you're, pre- um, while you're pregnant and some women actually midwives are now supporting women in doing it during labor mm-hmm. to help open up the pelvic floor. Um, and like a na- as a natural induction, but like, of course you need to be working with a practitioner to do that. But in general, like not when you're pregnant, not on your period, not um, if you have short cycles, but, and like, not if you, um, you know, like there's certain things, right? Like six weeks after surgery, but 
we've seen amazing results where women have told us like, hey, I'm about to get my period. I'm a few days out. They happen to be at the event. They do it because they, like me, had debilitating period pain. They actually like have come back, emailed us and said, I cannot believe after just one session, I I didn't think my period was even coming because mm-hmm. of the fact that I never even experienced any period pain. I just wow. got my period. Fresh, red blood. You know, it's just so beautiful. It's it's just exciting to me because this is, you know, part of the journey is sharing information that can support and transform people's lives. Like we, mm-hmm. women shouldn't have to be in pain. Yeah. Oh. It's the natural detoxification pathways that need to be addressed. And it's much harder for a lady, you know, for a woman to have that uh, pathway to be cleansed. So any way that you could actually stimulate um, all the blood flow. And they, and, and they always say in Chinese medicine that wherever the blood flows, the chi flows. They always say electrical activity and actual proper meridian flow always goes where the blood flows. So yoni steaming and the enemas, Courtney, truly, mm-hmm. you'll increase blood flow. And that's where electrical activity actually can get to the actual organ, actually ca- create healing. So, man, this is good information. I mean, that because when you say we're neglecting it in the US, I just can't imagine now, and I know, I'm sorry, we're getting short on time. Apologies, Courtney. But when you think about not only the health of the woman, but, and no blame on men, I'm saying, but if a man has infections, if he's got things going on in his body and it's transferred over, I believe the woman takes more of a hit than most people would realize. And so being able to cleanse and to be able to get those things that are not supposed to be there, like if there's any types of strep or staph or parasites, which can be a problem, these herbs have been shown can be taken orally too to kill off the infection. So when you do the steaming, it kills off the infections as well, which is, uh, to me, it would be with a relaxing experience. Uh, Not that I'd ever experience it, but I could see that a relaxing experience would kill infections, bring healing, bring electricity to the area. That's really amazing. I will say that men can steam actually wow really great for like hemorrhoids it's it's like I actually it's so funny I just sent it to someone and she was like telling me that her fiance steamed and loved it and it was very calming (laughs) that's awesome it's called I think I don't I don't know what it's called I think it's like your shiva lingam there's like a word yeah yeah okay no I'll get us look into this this is amazing wow Okay. So <laughs> that's why we call it all right. Steaming. Like, um, we're kind of like shifting it more over to you know pelvic steaming because yep. I mean, anyone we we you know we're geared towards women, but I'm just saying I think Ben Greenfield was like posting about how he um he did it too. Like recently, I'm gonna text him and gonna be like, man, have yeah. you been doing this without telling yeah. me? Oh man. <laughs> Oh, if somebody has tried it, it is probably him. So get, oh, yeah. you know what, get, get back to us on what we find, what you find out there. I'll, I'll, I'll I, 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 for one, am learning so much on oh, this man. episode. Oh man. Okay. Well, we've covered so much and I love this conversation. Our show notes are going to be packed. And I actually want to mention this because if you're listening and you're totally sold on Saffron and any and all of the above that we've talked about, um, Nikki has so graciously given us a discount code for you guys to get 15% off her products on the fullest.com at fullest.com. Um, and the code is ancient health. So again, I'll drop this in the show notes for you guys so that you can access it, uh, later, but make sure you check that out and utilize it. I know, I mean, like, I told y'all earlier, my shopping cart is like already full. So, uh, anyway, I will, I will be sharing about our experience with it, but I am, I'm all for it. And I will be the first person to do the saffron enema when you have that whole package done. So you just let I'm it go. Send it your way. I can't wait for you to try it. Oh, I, I'm so excited. I cannot I'm be the first that. one to interview her after that yeah. too. <laughs> well, you just keeping it, keeping it fresh over here. So Okay. So Nikki, tell us where everybody can find you. You have your own podcast. You have a great social channel and you have the fullest.com. There's so many resources. So if you want to learn more about it, or this is really piquing your interest, give us the rundown where everybody can access your resources. Yeah. So just like you said, I have my own podcast. It's the fullest podcast. You can find it um, anywhere you listen to your typical podcast. The fullest.com is our website. That's where you can shop our products. And we also have a list of resources, like, you know, everything from like even city guides to places we like to visit. Um, 
non-toxic, you know, places to go in those cities to non-toxic cleaning products, just like resources for people to have um, that don't necessarily have to do with saffron. But if you want like non-toxic um, ideas for your home and we also share about studies about saffron, all those things. So you can sign up for our newsletter and you'll be the first to know about when our podcasts come out, when we share about any sort of editorials that come out. And then you can follow us on Instagram at the fullest co. And we actually also have a YouTube channel where we post some of our podcast videos as well, or just more about, you know, our products. This is so cool that the guides that you have. So the city guides, y'all yeah. have got to check it out. Like, because anytime we go somewhere, that is the first thing I'm like, okay, I've got to find like a whole, like a whole foods or some kind of natural grocer, because mm -hmm. I'm going to have to buy some stuff that's, you know, just going to fit my normal dietary restriction, yeah. but we're always looking for great places. And I love supporting businesses that are doing it right. You know, they're going the extra mile, vetting their sourcing and doing the right preparations and not using seed oils that are trying to kill us and all the above. So Anyway, you have, so have you been to all these cities? I'm just really curious. Well, sometimes our, um, sometimes in those cities, like we might have someone that carries our products and they're really passion aligned. So then they ask, or we ask them if they can do a guide because they know okay. their city. Yeah. Th this so makes sense because I'm thinking, yeah. how do you have time to travel to this many places? I mean, hopefully eventually, <laughs> but okay, yeah, yeah. in the beginning, great. it was a lot of just us on our team going and then it kind of turned into you know, you can find our products in these cities at these retailers and they have these recommendations, which is Oh, really wow. This is great. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah. this is like super helpful situation here with, with all of the, these guides. So, all right, y'all, you got to check it out. She, <laughs> she has all the goods and we're so excited that we could do this interview with you today. Thank you for sharing Dr. Motley. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, I'm glad to be here. It was a great convo. I loved it. It really was, you know, Good to see you guys. It's been such a good time. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, for joining. Check out the show notes for all the details of this episode. Share, like, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at health institute on instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below hey thanks a lot and have a blessed week